0: Ladies and gentlemen, the Empire Podcast Marvel Studios Fanfare Orchestra is proud to present the Marvel Studios Fanfare. Not by the Empire Podcast Marvel Studios Fanfare Orchestra, but by Nick Store. Take it away, Nick. Ah. And a one. Two, three, four. bang, Bengali
1: Yeah. Oh, magnificent, <laughs> absolutely magnificent, and I got a bit of kazoo in there. Yeah, yeah I noticed. It, yeah.
2: it didn't improve the tune, did it? It's it a
0: signature it sound didn't... of the Emperor Podcast. Yeah, I, I, for I, I'd have left the kazoo. Does, does it personally? have to okay. be? It well, it's, it's negotiable. Hmm. It's it's open to negotiation. Uh, anyway, hello, Pod. I'm Chris Hewitt, and welcome to the latest Miss Marvel spoiler special podcast. And yes, indeed. So basically, what's happened? Is that over the last couple of weeks, we have been so up against it in terms of time. And quite frankly, we forgot to do the Empire podcast, Marvel Studios Fan Orchestra. So on last week's show, I basically said, look, if you if you're a listener of the show and you can record something, then send it in. And so we had a couple of people on last week. And then this week, Nick Store has delivered that little belter. It's amazing. It's you know That's what we would be doing if
1: we'd had the time. And the, the, the tools and the, the talent. Except yeah. we wouldn't, because obviously the refrain of his piece was bangle, 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 and you have all banned me from saying bangle mm-hmm. at any mm-hmm. point. I, I, and I've mentioned. We can say that. bangle. Yeah, we are. can say bangle. But the, no, you the dark my bangle questions. will be clenched all the way through this podcast. Cuff Nothing will come bracelets. out of my bangle oh, at God. any point during this. I'm not going to mention it. I it's think done. okay. The, the bangle, joke's finished. The, the bangle ban is yeah. in, in in place. We are good to go and we're good to talk
0: about this week's episode, which yes. is called "Seen Red. And joining me to talk about this episode are my four colleagues of such lethal cunning, Helen O'Hara. Hello. Very tired. Ty- why are you, why you yawn?
2: I, I yawned. I don't know. I don't know.
0: Are we boring you already? I mean, that's usually I was a dire, dire signature move. <laughs> yes. Uh, we're joined for the first time on the Miss Marvel pods. I'm struggling yeah. to keep track. Ben Travis. Yeah. Hello. Hello, I'm, Ben Travis. Yeah. Hello. How are you? Yeah. I am very well. Good excited well, to be talking to talk. about the
3: show yeah yeah i've caught up on this show in literally the last couple of days uh with, with all my gallivanting and then uh obi-wan kind of took priority Star Wars just it had already started and uh so that was my like go-to watching and i kind of wanted to save ms marvel up until i was back and could watch it on my tv rather than trying to watch it on my phone here and there uh so because i've been excited about this show for so long i love these comics and it's been a really lovely thing just over the last couple of nights to get to kind of really get stuck in mm-hmm. with this first half of the series
0: there you go that's yeah. exciting that's exciting news uh, we're also joined of course by James Dyer hello hello James Dyer how are you doing what were you just
1: doing I was taking a picture of you so that I can record this for posterity 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 yes posterity we should record the word posterity for sure? posterity it's like posterity but from a slightly different universe it's covered in noor
4: <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs>
0: And uh, and last but not least this week back by popular demand six people requested that Neil Bats <laughs> return to the podcast this week and so we have acquiesced to your demands. <laughs> Hello, Neil. Welcome back.
5: Thank you very much. Yeah, I need to remember to pay those people. Yes.
0: Yeah. Who were they? They all seem to be burner accounts, as far as I could tell.
5: Yeah. I, I can't share that information. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Nell Bat, Nile Bat. You know, yes. The gang. Yeah. yeah. Batman. Bat, it was, yeah. Yeah. Batman loves me. <laughs> uh, yeah. Are you bat? Are you the Batman? <laughs> well, I can't, I can't reveal. The Where do you get those wonderful toys? <laughs> We have must you
3: know. Assembled your own very own team of clandestines. I have, yes.
0: <laughs> the red dagger is with us right now, uh, followed swiftly by the, the cheeky Google. <laughs> Anywho, uh, a fun episode this week. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Uh, some departure. Obviously, took us to Karachi. Spent pretty much the entire time. In Pakistan, we didn't see, we didn't check in with Bruno, so
2: we don't talk. We don't talk like about
0: that, Bruno because no. mm, he's not in it. He's not in it. No, uh, we didn't check in with uh, with Kamala's dad, we, we, or you know, or uh, Nakia, or uh, loads of people weren't in this episode. So I thought it was a pretty, pretty bold and brave move. I've only seen it once. I uh, saw it this this morning and then uh, thanks to our incredible Wi Fi, I was unable to watch it in the office. <laughs> so I'm flying a little bit blind on certain things, but I thought it was a generally enjoyable episode. Ben, as someone who hasn't yet talked about Miss Marvel, let's start with you. What did you think? Start with the show over. Please overall, have man. hated it. Just just, no. <laughs> just just to break character, just just to throw imagine, everyone. Imagine for a second that Godzilla is in it. <laughs> yeah. You hate Wait, Godzilla.
1: I don't hate Godzilla. You do? when, when he's fighting
3: King Kong and Mecha Godzilla, I love Godzilla. Oh, you're
1: so inconsistent.
3: Um <laughs> I really enjoyed this episode and I was nervous starting it because the way that the show's kind of been structured so far was starting to remind me of Moon Knight, where you have an incredible oh, first yeah. episode where you go, Oh, look at this character who's come so fully formed and this show that feels so attuned to who this character is. Great stuff. Another couple of like generally very good episodes, maybe with a little, a few little notes here and there. Yeah. And then episode four, you or halfway through the season, you you go halfway across the world and you leave the the kind of initial setup that you had to go and look at some other stuff, which is what Moon Knight did. And that episode of Moon Knight when they first went to Egypt,
1: episode three, was yeah, not it
3: the was the weakest. I
0: think we can we can say that.
3: And I was worried that this might fall into a similar trap. where what, you,
1: you f- go like there'll be a fuck hippo in this one as well.
3: <laughs> I mean, in the in the vast realms of the multiverse, who knows? Who knows? Um, it was less the, the 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 whether a fuck hippo would turn up than just like oh, you have a lovely dynamic of all these characters mm-hmm. and the rhythms of the show being mm-hmm. in Jersey City and her family dynamic, and obviously she's in Karachi with several members of her family, but taking Kamala out of that part of the world and away from those relationships is the show still going to have a lot of the charm uh, that that you want and as, it didn't have as much of it for me but it, there was still a lot of like lovely stuff in there and it really pushed things forward a lot like we got a lot of plot development a lot of kind of uh lore development here uh, so it didn't feel like a, a treading water episode it had a lot of the charm still of the character and the relationships uh, solid ep i would say
1: a solid ep. Ep. Solid Ep. Oh, you're so young, aren't you? <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, I think that's all fair. It's nice to see the Defias Brotherhood branching out of World of Warcraft. That was that was nice to see and that's a that was a niche niche reference there to the red daggers. But um yeah, it was good. I you know what, I think they carried this off very well without without like dwelling on the superhero stuff and i know i'm going to bring this back to kicking kenobi and i am absolutely going to do that but the fact that you can spend so much of this episode just hanging out with characters watching them chat watching them talk the relationship she has with her mother which i like more and more with every passing Mm -hmm. episode and Mm -hmm. the relationship she has with her mother i think it's just there's a there's a truthfulness to it and there's just fun hanging out with these characters in a way that kenobi didn't allow you to hang out with them and it just tried to ram gobbledygook plot down your throat and this doesn't do that and i thought that was lovely so yeah, big big fan of this one, Red Daggers and all.
2: Yeah, and even the gobbledygook plot that we're clearly going to get into yeah. with um, you know, her great grandmother, now feels like it's going to be rooted in something emotionally real to her grandmother and therefore mm. to her mother. And there's there's a, there's a through line there. There's going to be, I hope, some kind of maybe resolution for her grandmother who who lost her own mother yep. as a tiny child. Maybe we're going to find out a bit more about that. Maybe there might even be some kind of reunion. Do you know what I mean? However brief. It feels like there's there's the possibility of really tying the superheroics in with the family stuff in a very, very effective way, and I'm <laughs> hoping that they deliver on that at this point because that mm. would be terrific. And yeah, I, I I love Kamala. i was I was te- I was occasionally um, distracted in this er- episode. I know that they shot this in Thailand, so they, they didn't go to.: Pakistan. I was going to ask that.: oh, yeah, I wondered oh, where they shot they it. Shot in Thailand, and I wonder if it's in the same kind of sort of estate. That they used for extraction, which was within a short drive <laughs> of Bangkok, outside of Bangkok, but um, it was a privately owned estate, so you can kind of close off the roads. It's not terribly populated, so you can you don't inconvenience vast numbers of people by taking over some of the streets, and um, and that's where where they did a lot of the action scenes set in Dhaka in extraction. Interesting, because it I reminded wonder, me of that. Yeah. Mm. That'd <laughs> that would be why. That would be why. Just the size of the buildings, the, the width of the streets. Mm. It looked like because I was on set of that. It looked like uh, that. You were a set of extraction. Oh,
0: okay. Yeah.
2: Not Miss Marvel, sadly. Yeah. But um. So yeah. So I just anyway. That was a minor point and a uh, good point <laughs> good, uh, during, good fact during the in, yeah. <laughs> during the action scenes. But again, it 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 felt like it had a sense of place. It felt like whoever did the the job of dressing the sets mm. had done a very good job. They've they'd clearly gone to Karachi and driven around at night and got the plates for, for the drive from the airport and that kind of thing. So, it, you know, it, it felt like it was rooted in also, something. Also, I
1: would say, sorry, Ben, I just, not to interrupt you, I just want to say that like this very podcast, it had banging intro music, which I really, really mm. enjoyed. So I just want to throw there. that out there.
5: I think with every week, uh, the music's gone from sort of Western, Indian, Pakistani influence to more and more Pakistani and mm. Indian uh, music, so it's become more and more traditional, especially this week. Like last week, I noticed it a bit, but this week, of course, being in Pakistan, they did so much more to emphasize the cultural uh importance of it, um, and a lot of the stuff with the family came through because of that. Mm. And them going, because last week was good, but there was a quite a, uh, I suppose, basic structure to it because it, it kind of ended with that big fight and whatever. And this kind of ends in a similar way, but even better because with this one, it's it tells you more about their heritage and the history and the family and that I think has been probably the best thing about this show uh, it kind of separates it from from other Marvel shows yeah. and it goes it's
3: this this week
5: felt like it could go deeper
3: which I absolutely I loved yeah, yeah. I do like that Marvel kind of makes a point of doing that obviously the, the Black Panther soundtrack that Kendrick Lamar oversaw the Shang-Chi soundtrack had a lot of um, Asian and Asian American and Asian uh, Canadian artists on it Uh, I liked the reference. I think it was in episode two of Ms. Marvel where uh, Cameron puts on sweatshop boys Hmm. um, and uh, Kamala Khan's like, oh, you you like sweatshop boys? Like, that was a lovely
0: touch. Uh, I I know who they are. That's that's (laughs) I know know who they are. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's Riz Ahmed's hip hop group. I I knew that, (laughs) which is Um, why I knew who they were. (laughs)
3: Uh, The the thing I was just going to say as well Helen mentioned um, extraction there and one of the things I really liked about this episode is that we got to go to Karachi, we went to Pakistan and we didn't have any kind of like Mm -hmm. yellow filter, Mm -hmm. any color grading (laughs) on those shots and it's something that I think we're just all so used to seeing at this point and Mm -hmm. you just your brain almost doesn't clock it and I think it's taken people like talking about how much of a problem that is for for even us to sort to unpick and, and like unlearn and seeing that and having a show that goes to those places and doesn't give you that color grade to be like, hey, we're in like somewhere hot and kind of different mm. um was just a small but refreshing.
2: Yeah, touch. absolutely. In fact it was often overcast, which is which was just
3: Yeah.
0: Something that, that happens
2: around the world <laughs> yeah. and you don't get to see in all of these shows.
0: Mm. Um, Although I did like that joke with uh, Kamala unable to go into the boat club because she's wearing jeans. Uh, And they're sitting outside and she's absolutely just boiling. Now, part of that is down to what she's eating as well. Clearly, Kamala does not like spicy food as established in this episode. But it's also clearly she's like really, really sweating in that moment. I just like that. It's a a shame because that food is delicious.
5: What what is it? it, So it's like a little, it's called Pani Puri. It's like a little sort of like crispy uh, oval disc. And you crack into it with your thumb. I'm going to get this wrong. I'm sorry, Mum, if you ever listen to this. Um, and you pour this sort of—it's um, not, a, it's not well, a death, juice, f- according
1: to Kamala Khan. It's <laughs>
5: <laughs> made of it. death. <laughs> uh, you put a mixture and this sort of sauce into it, and you sort of eat it whole. It's delicious. It's really,
3: really nice. Is it super spicy? Because that was the sense that I got mm-hmm. from from her sweating and being and, and her yeah. reaction to it. You're asking a brown person if something spicy is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for me no for
5: all of you maybe yeah. <laughs> the, the,
2: the thing was hey, like yeah. she hey, was already sweating in that scene and then mm. she aired it so yeah. it's, she clearly likes it she's just you know not quite used to maybe Struggling. the levels of spice
0: yeah. listen
1: yeah. listen, we can all handle a hot uh, Nando's right I mean that's that's, that's roughly no no, no no you can't handle hot no I can't handle hot I go medium Nando's with hot on the side because hot actually on and in the chicken is too much <laughs> Ha 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 ha! I say nothing. Yeah. <laughs> well, we went out last night. Uh, we went uh, and had some wings and Chris was like, oh, can we get some wings for the table? We said, we don't want wings. They never arrived, and by the way. Didn't they didn't arrive. <laughs> did we <laughs> pay, pay for them? I think I did, think pay, I did pay for them. Yeah, we never, they never arrived. That's a good point. But I remember you saying, does anyone want more wings? And you were like, oh, they're for the table. Can we have them extra smoking <laughs> Diablo hot? And it's like, oh, so for the table, right? Just for the table.
0: <laughs> I like a real white knuckler. Yeah. Uh, as in, your knuckles are going to be white a couple of days later on when you're just grabbing on to no, nope. the porcelain. Do you know
2: Oh no. Do you know what I feel like right now? Do you remember in Age of Ultron where they're all trying to lift up Mjolnir? Yeah. Yeah. And and uh, Black Widow is like, I don't need an answer to that question. That's mm. kind of how I feel. Like I don't need to prove my manhood by ordering a frickin' Vindaloo or whatever the hell you guys go for in Nando's. Um, I know, I know. That was the joke. That was the joke. Anyway. Very good, very good. Thank you. But but yeah, whatever, guys. You know, if something's hot, fine. But, you know, there better be a, a lassie on the side for me.
1: Nando's gives you wings. I mean, literally. Nice Red Bull. or not, depending on where you went <laughs> or, or not, no, that was not Nando's last night that was no. uh, Bodine's in Soho Bodine's, you, Bodine's, you owe us wings,
0: well, yeah. Chris Wings you do, you do, six wings please uh, make them extra Diablo I wouldn't be able to handle extra Diablo anyway, back to the show, shall we get oh, back gosh. to the show? Uh, so, uh, interesting episode, in that, uh, as I said earlier on it takes uh, Kamala out of New uh, Jersey City and into Karachi, I thought that there might be more of a kind of Discussion about that. I wasn't expecting to start the episode with her on the plane mm-hmm. already bound for Pakistan. I thought that was that was interesting. I was
2: worried she'd like run away or something for a minute. Yes, uh, but of course, it, even in the recap, it, it showed uh, her granny saying both of you, which meant in this case yes. we 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 cl- we quickly learned her and her mum, and so clearly granny put up the bat signal and uh, not with not with an H and um <laughs> the and bat uh, asked, and Neil asked the mother to 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 asked, you know Kamala's mum to come home and, and clearly. May well have said she needed her, or you know played the mother guilt card, who knows not mm.
3: to uh, trigger a kazoo burst from Chris, but one of the oh. universal things that this uh, series is tapping into uh, mm. is that feeling of a teenager of like having to ask your parents permission to do stuff or, or like need their assistance to go and do things. I love that in the early episodes, because mm. uh, even Peter parker. Aunt May is just like, yeah, do whatever. He's doing his own thing. Mm. He's very self-sufficient. But Kamala being so kind of reliant on her parents saying yes to things and being able to go to places brought back so many feelings as a <laughs> as a teenager, being like, I mm. really want to go to the, this concert or I need to go here, but I live in a small village and I cannot drive and I'm reliant on lifts, on having a plan, on just catching my parents at the right mm. time where they'll say yes to things. Yeah. Speaking yeah. so
1: of which, Ben, your mum texted. She said, you're okay to do this spoiler special, but you okay. can't do the regular Podcast as
0: well oh, what <laughs> this is going to take up to six o'clock and then it's nap time yeah as, as we all know <laughs> oh, your, I would love nap time at six o'clock nappy. you've got your <laughs> you've got your big nappy pillow I presume and as in that nap
1: napping pillow not napping. a nappy napping. pillow napping. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that would be it is a sloth that would be <laughs> baby. terrible
2: it, yeah it's a flying sloth flying baby sloth. yeah I mean baby. that
1: that sloth is not a baby it's a monster
2: well no but like mm. so it's a it's a running like visual gag in the comics there's a lot of flying sloths and sloth babies in the comics. And they're bringing that in through her napping pillow.
1: Yes. And her nickname, Sloth Baby.
2: Indeed.
0: Yes. Someone last week, um, I don't have the question to hand, but someone last week after we had recorded the podcast uh, said that the there's no way that... Who, who, who flies last week from Karachi to... Oh, yeah, so there's one of the aunties flies mm-hmm. in from Karachi to Jersey City. And she says, you know, something like it took 11 hours or something like that. And this person said, I fly that route loads. There is no way that she would have that's been able to fly. Point. That's from point, yeah. You need there's there's connections and there's mm-hmm. no direct flight, and then you you're coming into JFK, it and then takes ages to get to, to Jersey yeah. City, and it, there's no way. So that that obviously took this person out of the show completely. Understandable. Yeah, that's
2: like when Derry Girls had the train stopping in Port Stewart. Like, come on, oh, come, come on, on McGee, come on, come on.
0: What's what's going sure. on with that? Yeah, I mean,
2: it doesn't stop at Port Stewart. Right. Very famously, and okay. even yeah. if you want to go to Port, Port Stewart, you have to change in Coleraine. You know I Yeah,
0: I'm glad I know in case I ever go. Port Stewart's a kind of Place that you go past, hey, yeah. hey. you avoided like the plague.
2: We have the best ice cream in town. in you know? uh, the area yeah,
0: <laughs> in, do in, do in, in our Our town's ice cream is the best in town
2: in Northern <laughs> Ireland.
0: Okay, there you go. I've thrown What's your, your favorite bottle. flavor, Findaloo What do you What do you get?
2: <laughs> yeah, obviously <laughs>
1: hot. <laughs> I feel we should talk about this episode at some point. Yeah, we probably should. It's <laughs> but, yeah. a really
2: good episode. Yes. It's really good. Also,
1: I, I like the fact that they kind of demystify the djinn thing a little bit. I like the yes. idea that if Thor yeah. had landed there, they'd have called him a djinn as well. That. Like yeah. It just yeah. seems to be there imposing folklore on supernaturalnessness. Mm-hmm. So that's cool.
2: Maybe Thor did land in the Himalayas. Maybe or, he did. You know, some <laughs> Maybe he did. At
1: some point. Uh, Neil, you've got a lot of notes
0: there. I did. you prepared. I did. <laughs> Did no one I tell the- you? <laughs> you were on last week's show. You you've seen I the, last the level week as well. of preparedness. I know, I noticed that last week as well. Uh, what have you got? What have you got written down? Pick a note so, at random. All right.
5: Uh, partition. They talk yeah. about partition a they lot did. more. And obviously right at the end of the episode, they showed they showed a bit of it as well. And I I I love where this show is going and like showing the history and talking about it and how like it was difficult for so many people. Yeah. And the fact that it's in a Marvel TV show is unbelievable. It's fantastic. I, I can't yeah. believe that we're seeing all this, um, uh, all, all these details.
2: It's, it's very impressive. I think I feel like they're they're still not quite sugarcoating it. Is the wrong word, but mm. they're not getting into just how awful it was, how many people died as a direct result of British policy. Sorry. You know, uh, I feel That's like a... I feel like maybe <laughs> they wouldn't have been even this on the nose if it were American foreign policy. I'll be honest. Mm. Um, well, do you remember
0: last week's episode opened with British occupied? Yes, India, as, British yeah, air, yeah. yeah. which was the, was the subtitle.
2: Very, very pointed and um, exact wording, um, yeah. as opposed to you know what a British. Showrunner might have called it a mm-hmm. white British showrunner might have called it um mm-hmm. so so I think, but I think absolutely it's it's great that it's rooted in something real. I yeah. love it when we take these superhero concepts and we root yeah. them in something real world gives it so much more resonance
3: because don't don't you guys watch this stuff as well um and just go, well, we were taught none of this in school
5: like oh, no, I, it's very it's,
1: very true. I would yeah, never talk about partition in school.
5: they even mention it in I think maybe episode. To... oh they had mentioned it really yeah early, yeah, yeah yeah i can't remember because it was like I, I think it was Nakia who says something like like being taught by the oppressors or something like that mm-hmm. and like learning absolutely nothing or like 10 percent of mm-hmm. where she's from and i think that's really interesting because i feel like you can easily go through the curriculum cut it all down and sort of even it out a bit because yeah. like one of the most interesting things of history is the partition and all the things that happen there but it's not taught in the west at all no not at no no and the, the fact that
3: like People are going to learn more about this from a Marvel show <laughs> yeah. than yeah. from like what s- twelve years of of learning in school yeah. is absolutely ridiculous. And I love that shows like this are doing that. Mm-hmm. The same with uh, when Watchmen brought in the um, uh, the the Tulsa, Tulsa race
2: riots,
3: race okay. riots, and you just go, this is a, a huge thing in history that I knew nothing about, mm-hmm. and it's taken a flipping superhero series for me to to kind of learn more about this yeah. which makes me feel stupid but I'm glad but that these shows are doing at it at least something uh, so
2: exactly and I think I think you know the the, the in this country like I'm not going to dwell on this too much but the Tories have literally been fighting against the teaching of exactly yeah. this sort of thing exactly this kind of moments in colonial history they don't want to teach any of the downsides downsides but you know they don't want to teach any of the reality of empire. They don't want to get into it. They don't want people to know about it. They think it's unpatriotic to tell the truth about what the British did in all of these countries around the world. Reminder that um, Britain invaded all but 20 countries in the world, so about 90% of the world's countries. Mm, Britain about, has either About
1: three of us, according to Derry Girls. Yeah, so yeah, has
2: has either <laughs> invaded, uh, taken military action against, uh, embar- you know, uh, put some kind of blockade around or, or similar. 190 out of 200 countries in the world. So there's a lot of history there to learn.
1: And this is generally not on the curriculum no, at all. No, it's not at all. Because I know it wasn't when I was a kid, no. but I kind of wondered whether now that the empire has no, fallen, no. we would be happy to reflect on this the, stuff. The Tories
2: are are, are are literally have been working in the last couple of years, it's been a headline news story, that they've been working to keep all of this off the curriculum, that they see it as unpatriotic. And it is just telling it's, the truth. It's, yeah, history fact. is not about patriotism. History is about it should be about telling Mm. the truth
1: but it's Mm -hmm. not uncommon I mean America does the same thing they all do do, but actually I think you know we should learn from our history even the shitty parts of our history are really important especially
2: the shitty parts exactly
1: you know those who forget history are doomed to repeat it and all that and I think you know I think. but they want to repeat
2: it I think that's (laughs) well
1: perhaps that is the problem yes make the world England seems to be uh, very much their motto Yeah. But all of yes, this but has yes, it, before and all of this it, will happen it, again. It, can, it oh can't happen
2: again, and people have to learn. It, it's you know, a, a million people died in the course of partition, or more. Even not, and not connecting that to you know the famines during World War II, which mm. were directly caused by British policy, in the same way that the Great Potato Famine was in uh, mm. Ireland. You know, they killed a whole heap of people. Um, I'm saying
3: this. Learn about that. <laughs> <laughs> that. That scene at the end, I feel like, did a really impressive initial job of just starting to get across in a visual sense look at this look at look at at what is happening here how many people are on these trains how people are being divided At people saying goodbye to each other was heartbreaking even those little snippets you got here and there
2: i'm I'm too old to move sort of leave me behind kind Mm. of thing
3: even just in in a in an initial way trying to get across that that concept of what happened and Mm. have kamala walking through it um felt like a really powerful moment as somebody who knows far too little about this stuff yeah. and started to make me wonder quite quite what is happening there whether that is a a vision whether she is walking through the past i had wondered if wonder wonder hmm. if this is going to be a sort of time paradox thing and if it's going to be actually kamala who saves is it aisha yeah, who I was missing been. the train if so. she's kind of gone back in time yep, and yep, makes yep. the thing happen uh, because the last time the bangle we, was used we know was for that reason with the train mm-hmm. so maybe that was Kamala
0: too um, yeah but it just hasn't happened yeah I yet. did not yeah. see that coming a timey up, wimey I, think way. I think that's where it's going actually which is which is really interesting what mm. what is happening here it, you know has Kamala actually time traveled here yeah. or has she is this a, a, a vision as you were saying or is this some sort of construct that that she's parading through what is everyone else who's in the present day seeing her do
1: right now yeah. has oh, yeah. time frozen for her from she her has the, vanished the dagger hit the bangle mm-hmm. cracked the bangle and I uh,
2: uh, wasn't sure if it was cracking or well, just something,
1: something happened. It, it clearly had a yeah, reaction act, to yeah, it, it react- and, and it w- shattered reality behind her and
2: so the the, the dagger that um, that I've forgotten her name clandestine woman had yes um, no, it right. seemed to be able to heat up yeah Um, so it has some kind of power in itself whether that's related to Nura or not I, I don't know so that reacted then with the bangle to activate something or do something. This this idea of the inscription, you know, what you're looking for is looking for you as well. That could reflect, that could relate to her great granny, couldn't it?
5: Could yeah. I th- it could. I think you will. I think that's the only place it can go. Mm. No, I think I think she's time traveled there. And I just I don't know, it's just something I believe for some reason. I don't know why. But it just it looks like it's, it looked it like it was meant like to be it. real. It felt like it yeah, it felt like mm. she was there. I mean, yeah, as Ben said, like walking through it was incredible. Great um, shot. It was such a great shot. Like, I think the way it zoomed out and showed all of the people. And I know, like, mm. there's this kind of um, way to make fun of the whole thing with not partition, but like, of like Indians and Pakistanis on like trains and pack them on and whatever, because everyone's seen the images on The Simpsons and things mm. like that. But this is obviously quite a hardship. And like, they showed it. It was so simple, mm. but it was brilliant. Yeah.
0: Yeah. a There was a sense of, scale like sometimes with mm. even with the disney plus mcu shows and certainly i think obi-wan had this to an extent mm. you can almost feel the budget running out oh God, a little yeah. bit yeah cheapest chips yeah and this episode has such an impressive sense of scale uh not just all the stuff that we now know wasn't shot in karachi but all that stuff because I, I was thinking like Knight, is this going to be cairo but on a backlot in budapest <laughs> Uh, which is basically how they did Moonlight, uh, but no, at least you know at least they've they've travelled, yeah, they they've travel. they've got people and they've put them on planes and they've flown mm. equipment out and they've gone somewhere and they may not be able to actually shoot in Karachi, but they've tried their best to give you a sense of location that isn't just mm. these are two streets in LA or two streets in Atlanta that we think might just look a little yeah. bit like like yeah. Karachi if yeah. you squint enough. And there's an impressive sense of scale to it, but there's also oh we should point out also that the. Uh, the director the, I was the, about director, to say, of the, the director of this episode
2: yeah. is Charmina Obade Chinoi, who has won two Oscars, two Oscars. in documentaries. So Indeed. she she knows how to, you know Clearly. <laughs> mm-hmm. How to portray reality. She knows mm. what reality looks like.
1: Yes. But she's also, from and she's from Karachi swear, she's as well as well. It from didn't down, just so. feel epic. like There was that sense of like Panic and desperation, and yeah. family separation. Like it had mm-hmm. that sort of, because we've seen images, Holocaust images of Jewish people being packed off in the Second World War, but it had that same feel, like this really bleak. Life-ending feel to it, and for a show that isn't tonally like that, I thought they they walked that line very well.
0: Yeah, because it, it it leaves us in a very very interesting place. I wasn't expecting the episode to end as it did, and I, I you know in the couple of hours since I saw the episode, I've been thinking about what this is and whether it, she has time traveled. As I I'm I'm kind of with Neil in this. I, I feel she yeah, may have time traveled I to an extent. So These are obviously this is a major major. A revamping of her her powers and her skill set from the comics. Um, this is something that is very 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 different, and I'm wondering why. I'm wondering. And I'm I'm wondering why. <laughs> and I wonder, Wanda, if this might be down to the fact that the time stone isn't around anymore, and it might be quite useful having someone who can time travel, oh, maybe. Uh, even if she doesn't necessarily know how to control it.
2: Well, okay. So I I, I my initial thought was a vision, not of him. love. Oh, okay. or of love okay neither um but that it, that she was having some kind of vision that she was experiencing some kind of flash in the in the way that she has several times already in the show she has had the vision of the train um and that maybe this was just a, a more involved more thorough version of that uh but the reason i feel like i'm beginning to come around to the the time travel ideas is that it just does feel so tactile in that moment it does feel like those people are around her. There's no, you know, they didn't do the sort of traditional she walks through somebody shot to show you it isn't real apart from anything no. else, you know. So so there is that feeling that that maybe she is physically there and that maybe there will be some kind of physical
0: interaction. Oh, how well, the hell does she get back?
5: I was expecting to see someone that she knew, like maybe, yeah, as we were saying, like yeah. a great grandmother, but they didn't do that. I'm quite glad they didn't. They sort of like, just left, the, the, left us in the chaos mm. and sort of we were feeling exactly what she was feeling utter confusion and like no idea what's going on um, but you know needing to find out and figure yeah. out what's going on
4: mm.
0: What else you got written down your big old pile of notes? <laughs>
5: uh, I put uh, the A, B, C, D, the American-born yes. and confused Desi. I'm watching because the... Because <laughs> I feel very much <laughs> aligned with that. Not American-born, definitely mm. confused Desi. Um, Desi is like country boy, country girl. I think country Bumpkin girl. Yeah, of kind of of Bumpkin? Yeah, kind of thing, yeah. Yeah, because a lot of people call me a coconut, so that's, uh, that's nice, which is... Um, Brown on the outside, white on the inside. Thanks, guys. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And yeah, that that's something I definitely relate to. I've got, I've, I mean, to be honest, I have the best of both worlds. I've got you know, you know, Indian parents and Western upbringing, so best of both. So I just I relate, I've related to that. I've never heard that before,
0: and I love it with the ABCD thing. ABCD, yeah, yeah, because it, yeah, it, yeah, it made me laugh a lot. I, <laughs> yeah. I'm watching the episode uh, on silent as we're doing this uh, this this podcast, and it, that, that literally yeah. just came up. Uh, and we're now at the point where she's at the mural with the Karachi uh, uh, Avengers series, part four. Uh, <laughs> artist Sarah Hussein after Adrian Alfona, who of course, is uh, an actual Miss Marvel yeah. artist. Uh, you could start small and still be larger than life.
2: With the big Ant Man. Yeah. That's cute. Um, I, I really wanted the glasses she tried on. Those were freaking awesome. So cool. So cool. Yeah. Um, but also, I love the the ABCD thing. Felt like a, a not callback, but a, a, an echo of the ABC uh, joke in Shang Chi as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so it feels like oh, yeah. Marvel is <laughs> yeah. is again just getting the specificity right and and really kind of tapping into the real world. And mm-hmm.
5: Ram, sorry, go on, now. Oh, sorry. Uh, I think that's what happens when you get like filmmakers, creators, yeah, yeah. Uh, who, of these dissents making uh, films and TV shows about you know, their own their own selves, their own history, their own, you know, comedic references and things like that. You kind of get that accuracy, which we've seen
3: throughout Ms. Marvel. Mm. Did that line come from her cousins, right? That yeah. came from uh, Zainab and Oase, who, let's just say, they left kamala alone in a huge city where she doesn't know where she's going i was like this is a terrible plan i'm surprised there wasn't more repercussions of her being left the fact that they're like well you go to the train station then it's like this is this is terrible cousining no cousin would do that
2: but they have people to meet for coffee Come on, yeah, guys. True.
3: To be fair, I would ditch absolutely every single one of you to go and get a coffee.
1: It, when when the need for caffeine hits, <laughs> you've just met me. I'm <laughs> so texting sorry. Texting your mum. <laughs> no, 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 no.
4: Wow.
1: Um, I also very much like that they they worked in the universal language of Terminator references, which uh, yeah, of course, yes. brings everyone together. So come
0: with nice. me if you want to live. So yeah, Kamala goes to the train station, and there she meets
2: Red Dagger.
0: Red Dagger aka is? the
1: Karachi kid yes indeed didn't you, did you do it last <laughs> week I did I yeah. did but okay. for the people who weren't listening that pun is being recycled as all things should be would I you say it is like environmentalism like is Thanos the, uh, like Thanos yeah. <laughs> I am a passionate yeah. environmentalist
3: it's the Kareem of the crop
1: oh yes oh come on oh,
3: yes.
0: come oh,
1: on yes. oh, yeah. I liked it yeah thank yeah. you <laughs> you can come yeah. for coffee so,
2: <laughs> so in the comics he is yes a uh, minor superhero type, but he also is a foreign exchange student who ends up living with Kamala's family back in Jersey. Um, So whether that's the way they'll go here, but he certainly seems to be an ally. And it's an interesting dynamic, isn't it? Because we now have three men around her who have potentially great allies, potentially maybe love interests, potentially enemies with Bruno and Kareem, or Red Dagger, mm-hmm. and of course, uh, Handsome
1: Boy, who's g- the g- name of forgot. Can we talk about the fact that he threw Cameron, thank you. a knife at her face? I was like,
2: that dude!
1: Yeah. That's Come a meat cute. That is a real <laughs> yes. cute. Yeah, Remember you know. when we met when you tried to kill
0: that's me? That's true, that's true. That is the very <laughs> best mating ritual. And then yeah. we fought for a bit and then I totally trusted you even though last week <laughs> I trusted people and then they turned around and tried to kill me. That's right.
2: She's young. She trusts people.
0: And that's, that's the inverse, isn't it? You know, this time he's tried to kill her first. So she's like, oh, OK, okay. I can trust We got, got that guy. out of the
1: way. Yeah. We can now be friends. Yeah. Yeah.
2: But it's a sort of when, I think it's when he, he sort of goes, you're not, you know, you're not like the other djinn or something. And she's mm-hmm. like, I'm not like that. And and so they kind of realize, oh, we may have started from a flawed premise here. Let's uh, <laughs> restart. You yes.
1: Know. He I'm- felt the nur, which is not a <laughs> euphemism. Yeah. I I liked how
3: that fight sequence um, fits into the kind of arc of the show so far that just gradually Kamala is getting a bit more instinctive with her powers. Like she's not doing super advanced stuff, but she's got the kind of stepping on portals thing down. She's getting better at summoning them, uh, but she's still not perfect with it. I like the level that she's at with her powers Mm -hmm. at the moment and how that came across in this fight scene.
2: A lot of using them as crash pads. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which does make me wonder how hard the hard light is, but I'll allow it. I presumably, Squishy light
1: doesn't sound as cool, <laughs> yeah. does it?
3: I, I think it's probably as hard as a car bonnet is in a Fast and
0: Furious movie. Oh, so
3: like theoretically so hard, variable. but actually
0: also very soft. Yes. So okay. snuggly like a big old sloth <laughs> yeah. baby napping pillow. Mm-hmm. Yes, precisely.
5: They're, they're really developing our powers. And I think we saw that even more with the chase scene mm-hmm. towards, the, towards the end. Like She had like, things on her feet. Uh, some like ramp. They're called well. shoes, Neil.
4: <laughs> 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 oh, yes,
1: you're getting the hang of this. Oh, <laughs> he's fitting right in. <laughs> wow.
3: C- can she use her powers to make like Heelys? <laughs> can she like, can, like the make greatest like, of like wheels yes, on the bottom of great. her
0: shoes? That'll be
1: great. Children and Heelys? Mm-hmm. There's a niche <laughs> reference for you there. Thank you. What was the witch called? I can't even remember.
0: Uh, uh, Wanda. <laughs>
1: Brilliant, <laughs> excellent. <laughs> Can we not say wheelies? It, it makes me think of
2: Return to Oz, and I get
1: scared. Oh yeah, understandable, understandable. Can but we say just say that Kamala Khan's powers are rubbish. What? Like, no. I I think no. I think we Ooh, need to cuz like, I There's still, too much positivity in this podcast. I'm just saying I'm just saying she's becoming more instinctive with them and that is commendable but they're still a bit shit. I think I am mm, mm, not leap I'm through
0: not through the air. Uh, so with with the can I, I, Helen? Mm. Yeah,
1: a
2: lot higher she can go a lot higher than you Well can. just cuz
1: she has platforms yes. like you know I'm just saying they're not it's not like going up against Thanos, you know what's going to happen. You're fucked. Big fist. Big fist. She'll punch him with a big fist. punch
2: him with the face. I'm sorry, but like that's platforms. like saying what about spider Spider Man's powers or shit? Like he just has whoa, strings. Whoa, whoa, He's super whoa. strong. He
0: just has strings. He's he not fucking Pinocchio.
1: He's got the Peter <laughs> Tingle. He has a Peter Trump Uh like, a strong so, strong. like in X Men, you remember Jubilee? Jubilee was rubbish. Like, absolutely Don't you? you I'm sorry. You, Jubilee's you like, like, name in your mouth. people like Magneto super powered, and then they get Jubilee, who does a little light show. And it's just no, like. No, if you no. want
2: a little light show, you get Dazzler, don't That's you? That's true. And but
1: Dazzler can shoot lasers. Lasers. Blades. <laughs> Blazers. Blazers. <laughs> Uh, she's quite versatile. <laughs> I'd love someone to shoot
0: blazers at me. I'm in, the, I'm in the market for a new blazer, quite frankly.
2: I think you were wrong. I think she can <clears throat> punch really hard. She can climb things and get really high up. She can <laughs> go
1: really <laughs> she fast. She has access to stairs. Yes, that's true. Yeah, she does. Uh, Every, yeah.
2: Imagine how, often, how useful it would be to have stairs everywhere you that's go. True. Oh, someone said, that's true. awesome. Yeah.
1: Someone
0: sent in a question. I don't know whether it was a question for this week's episode or not. I haven't looked at it yet. Um, but someone said, basically with her powers is she essentially the MCU's green lantern oh do you see do you see her fulfilling There's, that yeah, function I an
2: element of that i think
1: yeah, Isn't yeah. He it a also bit
0: felt cosmicy like, yeah
1: also it's she shame. no but like he hasn't doesn't i mean i don't know but doesn't he can manifest like a green energy minigun i don't see her doing that she mm. might be able to she, we don't know She I mean, All right, would, Well, if that happens, I will revise my her opinion on the greatest threat
0: at this point might be DC's lawyers.
3: <laughs> 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 that might be it. Hey, these are very these are purple powers, not green That's powers.
0: Yeah, that is very, very, very different. different. <laughs> very different. Purple, purple lantern. Was, yeah, that feels
5: like a backhanded compliment. It's like Green Lantern wasn't great. Green Lantern, no, the no, no the film's
0: not great, but the character has yes, a lot of potential. Good. Yeah, yeah. So um, may, maybe, but I, I think because yeah, they've definitely changed their powers from the comic books. Mm-hmm. I think because they're. They don't want to steal Reed Richards' thunder. And they also uh,
2: don't want to bring in Inhumans.
0: Yeah, but I don't think you need to have her be Inhuman to have the same powers that she has in the comics. No,
2: but I think, I think there's, there's a difficulty in... Yeah, there's an element of, of it looking to Reed Richardsy, but also there's an element of if it's not an external... Like, if it's not a visible power, if it's not a visible energy then how does it fit with with the idea of any other cosmic kind of origin like if it's mm-hmm. a if it's a physical thing do you start getting into talk about mutants do you start getting it you know how else do you explain it um, as you know
0: helen i'm always up for talk i about know mutants. you i know you
2: are <laughs> i know Um, but but i feel like they're they're trying to avoid getting into the idea of mutants or anything close to that visually yet so they have to come up with some kind of you know, electrical-looking power-looking so It would look power. rubbish.
1: I think is also the problem. that, which that I think also maybe because
2: and and yes, I think you know visually you do get into Reed Richards comparisons, yeah. but I th- yeah. but I think making it a you know electrical-looking power power mm. means that you you don't have any confusion on that score. You you move away from that whole area.
0: I think in terms of the the powers, I don't quite agree with Jimbo that her powers are shit, but I think the. I don't know the, the way that they've chosen to depict the powers can look a bit cheap. So I'm um, for for me the constructs and the 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 sort of the prisms that they're that they're using just they don't always look 100% that like they're there and maybe that's you know maybe they'd be completely utterly weird looking in real life if you actually had a Kamala Khan and she was producing some sort of energy beam out of her hand it would look totally fucking weird so that you know give them a pass on that point but it doesn't look 100% tactile or photoreal to to my eyes and that's that's maybe something that maybe that's something they'll they'll fixed with a bigger budget
3: on the marvels i was gonna say they've made so many things in in the marvel yeah. cinematic universe so far that are completely unreal and that yeah. also look realistic yeah. to us so I, I i i do think that's maybe a slight budget constraint i, I had did have started to feel that a bit in moments of this show as well for as much as the karachi stuff did feel quite transportative you then have that moment of the clandestines all like chained up in that corridor that mm. no yes. one's in <laughs> the supermax <laughs> prison where, where are you
0: taking us We're to the basement for some reason quick <laughs> let's
3: snap though these two chains that are holding us back and kill this one person who's in charge of so us <laughs> well, two, two um, but it felt that yeah. felt very weirdly small yeah, that did. Yeah, and i it think did. it's just when other stuff works looking so big the stuff that then looks small but isn't supposed to feels a bit weird
2: i'll be honest with the powers the powers to me, me look like they're meant to look a little bit more. It's not so much to me that they look cheap as they look, and I say this with love. Cartoonish. They look, you know, that they're, yeah. they're designed like they're designed to be enchanting to young girls, yeah. rather than mm. designed to be cool to forty-year-old men. <laughs> I, I, you know, and again, saying this with love, many of my best friends are forty-something <laughs> men. But, but like, I feel like there's an element of if you were a seven-year-old girl watching that, you'd be like oh my god
0: oh yeah the wish-
1: totally, totally. Yeah, purpley pink
2: light sparkly, sparkly, powers. sparkly bit like yeah. there is a but a I also
1: like the fact that they've rationalized it a little bit like, what's yeah. that line like your humanity links you to the matter of this world so like it's, there's a lot of her in the power mm. so the bangle is kind of Interpreting her nessness.
2: Basil exposition there did a fantastic. Yeah, it album. was good.
1: Yeah. It was good. It makes Thank your you abilities so unique. Also, I very much like the her new uh sort of what do you want to call it? A waistcoat thing yeah. is teal. And as we all know, I think all superheroes should wear more teal. You do, so, don't you? Yeah. I love there
3: the way the costume is like slowly coming together mm-hmm. piece by piece. It's that's another thing where like the, the powers are gradually growing. She at home is still nightlight. She's still working on that. Um, but the, the sense of this being a coming of age story, but also an origin story for Kamala Khan and her mm-hmm. powers and the costume being part of that. When she got her that part of the costume and she was wearing the red underneath and she put the mask on for the first mm-hmm. time, like that is working for me. I can't wait to see that kind of keep developing yeah, the, into the the full costume that we know from the comics. Yeah, the costume
5: is, like, I love how it's, again, like as you said, it's slowly coming together and it feels like it's all kind of, almost a sort of metaphor for what she's going through as like a teenage girl like you know puberty and everything you go through and she has three men apparently interest, interested in her go her or might kill her who knows um, <laughs> I mean honestly
2: that's very much the case with men anyway
5: so yeah, yeah. I've gone
3: down a dark path from something <laughs> <laughs> but I, I feel like that really works as well in terms of um, I think when Helen spoke to people for the magazine for this um, you got Kevin Feige talking about the change in power set and that the power set in the comics partly comes from Kamala Khan as like an Asian American teen. Does she want to look different? Does she want to embody herself differently in order to fit in? And is she Mm. stretching herself to try and be somebody else? And and, uh, there, there are metaphors to those powers. But in what they've done here and in tying powers to uh, the noor and to this bangle and her family history what they've managed to do is change the power set change the origin of the powers but still making something that's meaningful to her that it has exactly. a metaphorical yeah. meaning for yeah. this story and, and for that character and i
2: think the origin of the powers in the comics um and and the sort of first uses of the powers in the comics um are a fair ver- i mean they're quite an a startling metaphor, but one that I think would play very badly on screen. So basically in the comics, when she first uses her powers, she literally transforms herself to look like Captain Marvel, her idol. And, and for the first few times she uses her powers, she thinks that's almost a condition of doing it, that mm. she turns into this blonde white woman. Um, and, and, it's, and then gradually she realizes that, no, the powers are, are not, that's not a part of it. She can shapeshift actually. But her powers are more about, you know, about more than that. She can shift mm. bits of her body. She can make her fist enormous. She can make her legs mm. really long and leap tall buildings and single bound or whatever. But th- th- there's that element of, of questioning her own identity in those early transformations that is actually quite confronting, you know, that this brown girl thinks the only way she can be a hero is to literally be a blonde woman wearing a sash for a skirt. Um, So that's... Mm. Losing that, I think, is absolutely the right decision because yeah. it goes against the whole ethos of this show. But um, but they're finding different way, a different metaphor, as, as Ben says. Like it's a, it's it's not the same thing. It's not about you know the brown girl saving the world metaphor in, in that very exact way that they did in the comics. But it is about connecting herself as a Muslim American to her past and to her family's entire history.
3: It struck me as well that in this episode, learning a little bit more about the Clandestines and what their plan is, that there's quite a, a kind of potent, maybe quite obvious metaphor there as well um, in terms of what they want to do is to, to kind of strip down that barrier between the worlds. There's definitely a lot in this show about about separations and about barriers, but that if, the, if they do that, then the Clandestines and the Djinn will take over this world and... Effectively colonize it. They will destroy what is there. Mm.
0: That felt like a, a sort of another potent part of the, mm. of the metaphor of what's going on here. Felt like a mini incursion in a way. Is basically, is, think, be, yeah. what's been described as in, in Doctor Strange uh, too. Uh, yeah, I also liked the the fact that they they did escalate it a little bit. So suddenly, those lines, that line that you you referred to there, Helen. You know, you know, where Kamala says in the first episode, "To Bruno, brown girls from New Jersey don't get to save the world." I feel that's where we're going. Yeah, with this, uh, which I didn't really see coming at the at the end, because you know, I guess I, can, I guess technically Moonlight did become kind of global in scale. Ultimately, um, I'd be okay with one of these shows kind of just being small scale in terms of the stakes oh, at the a end.
2: Hawkeye kind of like know, a Hawkeye yeah, kind of
0: thing. Yeah. A Hawkeye was just yeah, a guy I mean, trying to get home for Christmas. That's all it was, and that's well, one of the reasons I loved it.
1: Wasn't this like this? Felt like it low key dropped bombshell Loki dropped a bombshell that altered completely changed the topography of the Marvel Universe in this because you're introducing the idea that as well as the multiverse and different planes you've now got sort of dimensions within planes of the multiverse which sort of occupy the same physical space but on different frequencies. Oh, we've always been
2: saying... Well, we've been saying that. Doctor
1: Strange does that. Doctor Strange did that. Yeah, I mean, it's just like, like, okay, well, if the work work wasn't confusing before, I thought that was quite interesting. So you're saying the hierarchy of power within the Marvel
0: Cinematic Universe (laughs) is about to change. (laughs) Basically, yes.
3: (laughs) Okay, got it.
4: (laughs) Um, uh, A couple
0: of last things to talk about before we uh, we get into some listener questions. Uh, I I loved that uh, Kamala's mum... Moniba um, came with her this week and I really why liked why isn't he there I know but I you know and, 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 honestly resisting the temptation to even cut to him mm. for a bit yeah. of comedy business <laughs> Yeah, fair played them out I, with I'd, be, I'd be cutting to him every five minutes but what's he up to what's he doing what's he watching what's happening shouting at that knockoff Alexa that Bruno <laughs> yeah. made for him yeah. Suzu <laughs> what's happening with Suzu I want to know Suzu's uh, petals Suzu Anyway, so I really like the relationship between uh, Sunna, who is um, Kamala's grandmother, and Maniba. And you get the sense as well that there's a bit more rebelliousness Mm. to Maniba than we perhaps have, which Mm. might explain why she is the way she is with with Kamala. Um, I I really like those scenes.
2: I'm also interested in what the granny's theories are, and I think we're going to hear more about that. Obviously, some of it is related to. her own mother and the nur and the jinn and everything else um, and Maniba has clearly like rejected that as a younger woman and physically moved away from it physically rejected it as well but it feels like all of that could become quite important
5: yeah I I love seeing more of Carmela sort of bonding with another or obviously she's always bonded but we see the closeness of her and her grandmother mm. like two really wonderful scenes like there's one on the rooftop which is really nice but i think the bit where she she was like a room full of like artwork that she did beautiful artwork which was incredible and there was a line which i have written down and it was something like um uh if you've lived like i have and lost what i have you learn to find beauty in the pieces Mm. which was such a fantastic line because i think it's kind of Saying that memories, even if even a piece of memory is beautiful, if as long yeah. as you remember it, yeah. And I I loved that, and that's kind of if you feel like that's where, or that's what this show has been doing. Like we've seen pieces of this, pieces of that. Like we've seen the train a couple of times. in um her, her great grandmother, through a vision, and just like bits
3: and bits, like sort of slowly, sort of puzzling together. And just having nanny as a, a character who is holding on to her memory mm. through art is a lovely idea oh, so especially nice. because Kamala is obviously so artistically inclined as well and having that be like a trait through the family of how they yeah t- process memory and identity through art mm. is a is a lovely little thread that's in there and
2: you see Kamala with the pa- painting of the great granny on her on her pillow next to her um a little bit later than that oh, scene. Oh, I miss that. Um, so, yeah, she, so she obviously takes it for further yeah. sort of examination and uh, and oh. has it with her. I also love that you see, you know, the the grandmother being um, hypercritical of her mother in the <laughs> same way that her mother <laughs> yeah. is hypercritical. yeah. Of her, yeah. In, but in a way that is rooted in affection and yeah. rooted in, this is almost the way of expressing love is to sort of Criticize, check that you're doing. Get, well, get, get no, but like check that you're doing life to your utmost is the way I like to think about it. But yeah, it's criticism. Yeah, it is.
0: All right, let's take some listener questions. First one comes from, and this one sl- this was slid into my DMs uh, this morning before I'd seen the episode. And I was like, oh, Jesus, no. <laughs> but now I'm reading it, it's not as bad as I thought because uh, I saw the, the words, what is it about being in Pakistan that suddenly changes Maniba? And I was like, oh, God, she's going to transform into some sort of superhero by the end of the episode. And I was waiting for it all the way through the episode because in the credits at the end, whenever Snobia Shroff comes up, who plays Maniba, it's um, a bangle. On an arm. Now, that could mean Kamala, but that could mean that she gets the other bangle and at the end of the the show is mother and daughter teaming up together as Ms. Ms. Marvel. Maybe they're the Marvels. Ms. Marvels? Ms. Marvels? Anyway, that's all I saw from this question. uh, And it turns out not to be the case. So the question is from first AD underscore Gregels. What is it about being in Pakistan that suddenly changes Muneba in the US? She was watching Kamala's every move, but once in Karachi, she doesn't seem to notice she is out all day and night. Seems like an inconsistency in the character.
5: I would say that she's got her cousins to, you know, look out for. And they are doing a sterling job. I mean,
1: She's lying her ass off. What did she uh, say to her? Did you enjoy yourself out with your cousins all night? (laughs) She's like, yeah, yeah. I was totally out with my cousins. (laughs) Absolutely. fully
5: expecting her mum to say, well, I know you weren't with them, so what was going on? Oh, yeah, I thought I thought that as well. I'm kind of glad I didn't go down that route because you can just kind of carry on with it. I think
2: her mum has basically been distracted by her relationship with her granny. And we don't know what the granny said to get the mother to bring Camille there quite so quickly. So it feels like there is a an element of you know maybe she said she needed help with something or she she needed them there for some reason so clearly the mum's a bit on edge and that whole relationship is i think preoccupying most of her time Uh,
5: i think this is where the comment of maybe you should come and live with us in america comes from because she must have said something maybe she said she's ill or she's you know distraught or frustrated with the fact that you know they're so far apart uh I think there, there must, must be something there, but there was a line, something along the lines of, uh, I thought you were just moving, that, moving all that way to get away from me. And I'm glad there was like that. Yeah. S- it was sort of a resolution to that,
0: that, that part of the
5: relationship.
2: And then a bit of stress eating because just all the emotions <laughs> unleashed by this whole, yeah. this whole
0: confrontation. Oh, yeah. the toffee scene was lovely. The scene between yeah, I Kamala yeah. and uh, yeah. Maniba was really, really nice. Um,
2: in terms of Maniba and power, mm. I don't think she's mm. ever put on the bangle. Like, because she, when when it turned up, it turned up in the box, she was like, "Oh, that was my mother's." No, no reaction, no big deal. Yeah, no. Nothing. I don't
0: I think there is reaction at that moment. Uh, absolutely. In, the, in, the, in, yeah, fr- we, in yeah. three yeah. episodes ago, I or think there absolutely there absolutely is. She she looks at it and goes, "That should be you." You don't know, to get that away from you, kind of thing. There was definitely something. She was
2: well. There was something, but it wasn't like a big like. Mm. It wasn't like she'd ever put it on, and it had reacted to her the way it reacted to Kamala. Because there would have been more of a reaction at that point and she would be in a position of knowing or suspecting more about what her mm. daughter why her daughter is acting up.
4: Yeah. If she true. had been through yeah. the
2: same thing, and we have no reason to believe that she w- she wouldn't she would have reacted on a much higher level, I think. Yeah. So her mother may have said, This is important. She may have shown to her. She may it may have been part of her theories. She may have talked about it. Yeah. But I don't think Maniba ever put it on.
5: Well, there was there was also something about like the stories and like like her saying it was all lies, and like one saying it wasn't. Like, so I think maybe like it's all linked to the bangle, and that's why maybe that's why exactly. she reacted because yeah. she was, she might have just been pissed off to see it and not want her daughter to do have anything to do with it.
2: But uh, but I think so. I think she has the potential for powers, but I don't think she's ever sort of activated them.
0: Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll go with that. But I think by the end, she may well activate Possible. them. Who knows?
2: If Who... she has to, to protect her daughter. Absolutely.
0: Who the fuck knows? Uh, <laughs> right, here's a question from Cantina's ghost. Is the Tuck Tuck chase sequence the greatest one since Octopussy?
1: Do you know what? <laughs> I had the exact same thought watching it. I had strong Octopussy vibes.
0: 100%. But the Tuck Tuck chase sequence I thought was really, really good. And it's what made me slightly disappointed in the rest of the action. Um, because I think the TV schedules are probably beginning to tell a little bit. It's like you can you spend a lot of money, you spend a lot of time shooting the tuck chucks the tuck tuck chase sequence, but then as you were saying earlier on, you get to the supermax prison breakout, and you go, we've got three hours to get this three approach. hours and five p what do we do <laughs> yeah. what do we do how do we make this it's look it's fire good?
1: escape at the back of Disney Studios and they just <laughs> cram everyone in there and turn the lights off, yeah. the lights off. <laughs>
0: and I felt a little the same with uh, the first meeting of, of Red Diger and Kamala in the train station I thought it was a lot of cutting around the action rather than depicting it in a very very clean mm. manner uh, I, I don't think that was terribly well shot or choreographed at that, that fight, but the Tuk Tuk sequence I thought was really good.
5: Yeah, I, I loved that sequence. I thought it was really, really good. I think that's where you kind of saw sort of more of Karachi and, and what have you. Of course, you're going to with that sort of thing. Uh, yeah, it, it was really fun. It felt sort of, I suppose, you, you kind of, you get into this sort of Marvel, you know, chase scenes or fight scenes and what have you. They kind of have to do it, but it was really fun. So it, it was done well. And you got to see sort of more of her powers. As, mm. they, they look all right, but they're, you know, it, it's great to see more of, more of that.
2: Yeah, and the fact that it was you know in and out of um, you know, buildings, in and out of different vehicles, um, mixing up powers and martial arts. Mm. Um, you had that really emotional moment where Basil Exposition, I'm sorry, I've forgotten his name. What was his name?
3: Was that Walid?
2: Walid. okay. Hang on, so, I've written
3: it. Yeah, because I've, I've got Waleed dead, sad face.
2: To my <laughs> <notes>. <laughs> but but Waleed died because he had a straight up choice between helping Kamala and, and Red Dagger or defending himself mm. except and he
1: also had another dagger in his waistband I couldn't help noticing I noticed
2: when he fell and felt, I was like well, come
1: on man just come on
2: throw those mm. two take yeah. this one out yeah. with the other hand come on gut come on
3: speaking of dagger throwing loved uh, Kamala being absolutely shit at throwing that dagger <laughs> in yes, the fight sequence. Had, uh, yes, such good. Yes, love that. Dagger. It was really fun. But quite
2: good at catching a dagger on <laughs> yeah. her on her enhanced hand. That was impressive. Pretty solid <laughs>
0: stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just instinct. Pure instinct uh, kicking in. Right, okay. More questions from people who have sent in questions. Oh, this is a good one. At Stee9hen, after the great scene in which Kamala's grandmother talks of a border marked with blood and pain, and people basing their identity on the wrong things mm. and knowing that the world clandestine borders our own. Is it possible that this series ends in a non violent compromise? Yeah. Learning from the past.
2: That's kind of what I think I said last week. I don't remember. But I feel like it is possible that, you know, at some point there is a, a negotiation, there is a discussion, and there is some kind of rapprochement. There is, mm. there's Kamala helping these people out, helping them. Get home but in a way that doesn't threaten her own world and doesn't leave them in charge of of the the, the cuff and all its all, all its potential all its powers so I feel like there is a there, there is a it would make sense to me from a character point of view from a character growth point of view um that that she would try to reach a non-violent settlement but I just think there'll be fights along yeah, the
1: yeah that's I suppose if I were going to criticise this series for anything I do think that the djinn are unnecessarily big dicks and I just don't think like they could they, they've Marvel has done villains with a lot of nuance obviously none spring to mind instantly, but uh, but you know what I mean, Like, and, and you look at Killmonger as well like genuine way, you can see they've got a point you sympathise with them, they're wrong but you kind of get them, and with these there, there was, I think, room to manoeuvre here they could have made these clandestines so that they're on, you know they're not quite syncing up their objectives, but well, you can sympathise with them, this is they're being the, dicks.
2: This is the interesting thing, isn't it? They're wrong, but you kind of get them was the case initially, yeah. when, we, when they just want to go home they need that thing to do it <laughs> Yes, there's a risk, but they're going, they want to take it because they've been stuck here for a hundred years. There's been less of that when you start getting into, but but Waleed's idea that their their world is essentially yeah. going to rewrite and they're just going colonize to blow up own. everything.
1: But also, like the, the the fact that they also just went from naught to sixty and they went from yeah, is, they went from oh yeah. we're asking to now we're just going to kill you and take it. It's like, yeah.
2: What I I feel like this is this is where we are slightly you know rushing through some stuff. So the the fact that we talked about last week, they went straight from okay, cool, we're all cool here, you go home and let's figure this out and we'll talk soon, to, oh my God, you're not going to do this immediately because you've got a wedding on? Uh, <laughs> screw you yeah. and your entire family. So yeah. that seemed yeah. un, unjustified. As similarly here, they go straight from let's all escape together, don't you dare hurt him, to leave him behind, yeah. that guy sucks, in an instant flip. Uh, and
1: dick move. get
2: dick move. Mm. And, and, So I would like to have kept that idea of a little bit of nuance. It Uh. may be that they don't know Wally's idea. They don't know that they're putting the world at risk of literally non-existence by trying to get home. That's possible. Mm. And so there is room for negotiation, maybe.
3: That is just the area of the show that is not really working for me at the moment. Because as you say, the, the rushing through it and having kind of watched the first four episodes of this now in the space of a couple of days... So many things feel really well established, lots of the relationships and, and lots of the characters. But the, that flip with the clandestines, mm. and well, mm. now they seem they feel quite two dimensional at the moment, even though we know quite
0: a bit bits about Even though them. they should be multidimensional.
2: dimensional mm. Yeah. Ooh, mm. yeah. <laughs> well, really, two-dimensional. One dimension they're from. One dimension they have there. two <laughs> dimensions.
0: <laughs> this is true. Another dimension. Another dimension. <laughs> another dimension. Another dimension. You're yeah, absolutely right. I mean, this goes back to what we were saying in the uh, first couple of episodes as well, in that it didn't have an antagonist for the first couple of episodes. I was totally fine with that. And then the problem is that when you get the antagonist in, they have to earn their place. They have mm. to be as impactful and memorable as... As Kamala and her family and friends, and they're not.
2: On the other hand, playing slightly devil's advocate,
0: the embiggened hand. Yes. How big is this hand?
2: It's enormous.
0: A huge hand. Huge enormous. Hand. Enormous. <laughs> um, Should it be Jin's oh. Wouldn't you uh, rather?
2: Advocate? Wouldn't you ra- or I would rather they spent time developing Kamala's character and her family and her world, than yet another. Let's focus all our attention on the villain kind of a story.
0: Which you could do both.
2: I, yes, you absolutely. Like, absolutely I, I, I have already said that the balance, yeah. I think, is off. Yeah. But if you're going to air one way or the other, I would rather this way.
0: Yeah. I, th- I think
5: this is where Marvel at the end could, as you say, not have like a big typical Marvel ending and rather sort of go for a negotiation where it's sort of smaller scale and they get them home rather than having like a big yeah. fight yeah. battle. That's what at I'd the like. To it have. would be amazing. Like, mm. imagine it ending with like a talking scene.
3: Yeah.
5: That would be wonderful. Like,
2: I feel like there might be a fight to a, a standstill. Yeah. that's the typical way, isn't it? Fight yeah. to a standstill, then the talking scene, then the the slight working together if needs be. Yeah, to, or or certainly the, the the capitulation. And
0: you'll need and some and... kind of fight in the final episode. Yeah, you just will to have a, you will a have boxes. a fight. Yeah. But I
2: think like Bruno is out there working on this problem. Yeah, and, you know. yeah,
0: he absolutely. Is. Do we think Cameron is is going to Bruno to try and ask for help? Is that where oh, he's they, is that where he's gone off? If they team up. Yeah, that'd be cool.
5: That'd be cool. I think, I they could form really a boy like band. I was just thinking the same <gasps> brown thing. Brown Jovi. Three times. Like, oh, <laughs> Brown
3: Jovi. That's one of them's white. They can't do it. <laughs> Although, it does feel. One could be Brown,
2: one could be Jovi. <laughs> yeah, that's
3: fine. <laughs> it does feel like this show is skewing much more Bon Jovi than Bruce at the moment. And I would just like a little bit of. of Bruce It needs a bit of Bruce, doesn't it? it needs a bit of like darkness New in the Jersey. edge of town. Oh, it does. That's what it needs. It does. For uh, Kamala, who's born in the USA, <gasps> um, she's born clearly to run? born to run. <laughs> Presumably lives near the river.
0: (laughs) Maybe she has magic. Maybe Kamala is the person who blew up the Chicken Man down in Philly last night. No way! Oh my god! (laughs) And he blew up his house too. (laughs) Yeah, because she was playing around with the powers. Oh my god! The Chicken Man's dead.
3: Maybe there'll be a scene where (laughs) she gives some greetings from Masbury Park. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> maybe Santa Claus is coming to town oh, my word. there
0: you it's go life. Yeah.
2: <laughs> brackets life.: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Helen's Bruce Springsteen knowledge is exhausted as was mine with Swing boat boys Swing boat what's boys what's the dancing what's sw- sw- the dancing sweaty nice sweaty, dancing? sweaty boys sweaty, sweaty, sweaty boys, boys. Riz Ahmed's about? group Oh, sweat, the, the Sweatshop boys. boys. The Sweatshop Boys. The yes, sweaty, sweaty Boys. The sweaty Boys <laughs> is my, that's a that's very my different type of <laughs> group. Riz Sweaty Boys. And,
2: I, I would point out we hadn't got to Dancing in the Dark yet, so there was still lots of Springsteen. <laughs> this is, is true. Uh,
0: who, of course, is it, who stars in the video for Dancing in the Dark? Courtney Cox. Courtney Damn it, you motherfuckers! <laughs> right, okay. Here's the like, question. We all know that. Yeah, Come that's is such an <laughs> obvious piece of uh, trivia. Trivia. Uh, Wood of Kings. Echo something we said earlier on. This episode feels like it's moving from friendly neighborhood super teen into a save the whole darn world situation. How is this shift sitting with the team, Neil? Fine. Yeah. Good. I- James. <laughs> <laughs> but okay. I, f- I feel like um,
2: you can all correct me if I'm wrong. I feel like there's a difference between, you know, world saving stakes and world spanning events. Do you know what I mean? And, and okay, yes, she's, she's literally globetrotting right now, but it doesn't mm. feel like she's going to be standing on top of a national monument uh, for the last scene of this with the eyes of the world trained upon her. Like, it doesn't feel like that's where we're going. It's, I think it's going to be one of those, yes, I saved the world, but only a very small select group of people know that I yeah. saved the world. So it doesn't, it doesn't feel like it will be out of step in terms of its scale that way mm. it doesn't yeah. feel like there's going to be a giant thing hovering over the city and she's going to take it down one hand yeah
1: because obviously the djinn essentially want to wipe out the whole of humanity Jingoism, Yeah. Hey. Uh, no. but nobody knows so it's you know it's fine it's oh. a clandestine war mm.
3: indeed I'm torn at the moment between going I'm actually really enjoying and I'm fascinated by all the stuff they're doing in Pakistan and and that it feels like quite a big show but also thinking I just love, like with Spider-Man, I love Ms. Marvel Mm -hmm. as a neighborhood character, and I need to, to an extent, let go of the comics, but so much of it is about her local community and who is she Mm -hmm. in that community. And actually, I think it's a great idea. I never expected them when they were making this show to like take her to Pakistan, to like take her out of New Jersey, take her out of America, Um, and it's showing already that there's real value in that but i hope that my overall feeling about this show is that it is a neighborhood show mm-hmm. about a character mm-hmm. realizing her identity within her own neighborhood and community yeah. um and that this is just like part of the journey to get back to there
0: yeah uh, again shout out to iman Falani, who is uh, continues to be great in in this role and she's very very good i think this week at conjuring up that sense of uh, dislocation that you can feel when you go to a, a new country and you've met and you see cousins that you haven't maybe seen in 15 years or something yeah. like that. And it just all feels very weird mm. and the place can feel really overwhelming. Um, having said that, I think the scene with the, the guy who tries to sell her a picture of herself, maybe could have been cut, but you know, we're quibbling, we're quibbling a couple of last questions. One comes from St. Wright, who says, um. I presume now that Miss Marvel's gone to the past, she'll be responsible for the lights that guide her grandmother, uh, and then for Isha, Aisha's disappearance. Wasn't that the last time she was seen? So, do you think we'll see Aisha next next issue? Next issue, <laughs> might as well say it.
5: Yeah, yeah, yeah I, think I, I think so. Yeah, yeah, I'd be really surprised if we don't, because there's. I feel like that's the whole point of her being there. the mm. uh, whole point of like transporting her there, and I'll be curious how she gets
0: back. All right, last question comes from Foul Shopaholic. A. Sorry. A. Thank you. (laughs) Nicely nicely done. Nicely done. I'll do it. A. And then you can layer those on top of each other. (laughs) Layer. That's a name I've not heard in a long time. Oh, God. (laughs) A long time. Arakan was uh, that General Grievous? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hello there. Oh, uh, all right, here comes a question. Here comes a question. Prepare yourselves. Brace, brace. Here comes a question. Uh, how far away does Sana live from the airport? <laughs> they landed at night and arrived in daytime. I did think of that.
2: Yeah, I did notice that my second time watching it. I feel like look, it's a, it's it's a, it's a ride across the city. Uh huh. If you uh-huh. land at, like, six, 5 or 6 a.m., it could absolutely... Like, think about how long it takes to get across London if you, yeah. if you land at the wrong airport. Oh, yeah,
0: but, but she says whenever they... Um, when Sunna turns up at the airport, it's, but like, she says middle, of the, middle of the night. Yeah, but, and that like, she's really... a teenager. Yeah. So
2: middle of the night is anything before 10 a.m. Right. So that totally right. tracks.
0: Sure. Okay, let's go with that. Yeah. Let's uh-huh. go with that.
2: So she lands at, like, 5, 6 a.m. There we go. Job done.
0: Job done. Uh, Is it reasonable she trusted Kareem right after he tried to kill her with his daggers? Yeah, but he's like, she could tell that he was hot from the top of his face. That's fair. You know, he had the mask. Yeah. But, you know, hot guy. Trustworthy top of his head. Trustworthy top of his head. (laughs) And I'm sure you'll discuss the maternal exchanges in this episode. Sunna's reunion with Maniba, first thing she does is criticize her dry skin, such an Asian mother thing to say, uh, between Maniba and Kamala, between Sunna and Kamala, even between Sunna and what she remembers of Aisha. Have a great day. <laughs> there you go. Um, I, look, you. If you're
2: getting off a long haul flight, your skin is going to be dry. So the, the important thing to do is obviously to hydrate as you fly. So do keep sipping that water. That's mm-hmm. really important. Um, mm-hmm. Also, like, a mask can help. Um, I'm a big fan of Drink Up Intensive by Origins. Not sponsored, I wish I was. <laughs> um, or just a hyaluronic acid, something like that, to keep the skin hydrated during your flight. Did, Did I b- fall
1: asleep? What happening? <laughs> <laughs> what is your What's skincare happening? What's regime. my regime? Yeah. The regime that is trying to free my free radicals from my skin. Oh, yes, no, that was only the uh, regime
2: for long-haul flights. Oh, I've got okay. a whole other regime for every day, my God. But, you know, I'm just saying it's important on very long flights. This is why... They tell um, stewardesses to wear so much makeup, apparently, is is to is, that true? is to keep oh. the skin hydrated. Yeah.
0: Well, 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 there we go. That's a another. fact that I didn't know. I am bringing a super soaker on the next plane I go on to.
5: Yeah. I
3: was going to say, next time we're all flying together, we've each got a full beat. That is what we need.
2: <laughs> just get a sheet mask, just all of us sitting
0: in a row. We should sheet just go masks. on with the Riz sweaty boys because they've, right, got, they've yeah. got sweat running <laughs> that's down that's their face all out. the time. Mm-hmm. Big old sweat, sweat, sweat. And then they're totally fine. They come off looking younger than they did when they went on. How did that happen? Is Think that enough. how
2: Paul Rudd does it?
0: <laughs> Is that how Paul <laughs> Rudd does it? He just sweats a lot. <laughs> Neil, what's your regime? What's your routine? How do you keep your skin looking so fresh and, and, and sexy? Uh, may I say. Wow. Thank you very I much. I feel I've
1: known you. I feel I, go, I know HR, you well enough. quick. What? Can you stop perving on Neil's skin? It's upsetting. <laughs> Luminous. He calls it a Neil Purvis. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, uh, um, <laughs> I, I asked this question last week. Why am I here? Why are you here? Why are you here? To, for, for Chris to pavle my skin. <laughs> That's more, pretty importantly, much it. more importantly, Neil, and I don't think this is a two-pointed question, but where are the fucking brownies? <laughs> Not oh, being yeah. funny <laughs> That's right and We invite you back for one reason And one reason only And there is no food here I see no confectionery What is going on? I'm All you've sorry. brought is notes Yeah Can um, we eat the notes, Neil? You can if you want They won't taste as good No mm. oh, I see what happens here That said, you, you are you... still alive So he didn't poison the brownies no. last week And that is good t- information Did you not try them? Absolutely not I saw what you were doing <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you saw what I was not <laughs> doing <laughs> I think it's a slow acting poison That's what it is <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But the yeah. tears
5: of lease On people called James
0: Yeah mm I, I, yeah you got your foot in the door and that's it and the brownies are at the window that's <laughs> unbelievable that's outrageous amazing. unbelievable <laughs> <laughs> the pestle with the portal no mask or whatever it is the I can never remember that is, oh, hey, the, lo- the flag. with the dragon the lotion with the potion the lotion with the potion the, the lotion the, the, the yeah the yeah, yeah, no pestle one. with the pestle oh god the, let's bring this
1: to an end shall okay.
0: we <laughs> yes. Yes. I will bring Bless. in
5: more baked goods Next time, can you I better. request
1: a oh, lemon drizzle god. cake for next week? That would
0: be that would be good. Oh I, like I want those things at. Um, uh, yes, bring Kamala those too. Yeah, bring those things. to your the
5: mom. things.
1: What are they called? Hook, hook us up. The things with death in them. I, yeah. I can't make them. Mm. I can buy them. Yeah, that will work. Buy them. No. Yeah. Why, you That's can't fine.
2: You can he buy you? <laughs> buy you things. Sure, we can. Yes, I can. Oh my god!
1: What's the budget for the show? Um Well
3: that's
0: a very
5: good we should, about, we should talk <laughs> about that. remember budget?
3: that scene with the DODC trying to get out of the
0: corridor <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> less, than, less than that less than that yeah. Yeah. 5P, we less weren't than 5 we won't chain you door, to the ceiling but... that's you know oh, a thanks anyway on that note <laughs> that is it for this Ms. Marvel spoiler special hope you guys have enjoyed it uh, join us next week for more Miss Marvel related fun where we'll find out all kinds of interesting exciting things and hopefully Kamala's dad will be back that'll be Yay. nice Yay. there we go we like him anyway It's time to say goodbye to my
1: four colleagues of such lethal cunning. Goodbye, James Dyer. Goodbye, Christopher. Until next week, I shall miss Marvel? Oh, that's quite clever. Can I just say? can
2: we just say. Thank you for
1: respecting the bangle ban. Uh, Thank you. I I feel, I mean, no, I did. I did. I got it all out early on and then I behaved myself all the way through and I deserve you nothing. Know, nothing. Next but, week, Neil, bring in some brownies. Yes. And every time you
0: don't make a bangle joke, we'll <laughs> just, we'll feed you a brownie. Look,
1: are You at it if I'm like some kind of pure person who will flog a joke to death, mindless of anything else. And, yes. You know, yeah, okay. Am I not brownie enough? <laughs> unbelievable so I you know. used that joke I last know. week you're recycling just as much as I am <laughs>
2: Not, no one recycles you should always recycle no You should like always you recycle.
1: I love the environment Helen like that I love the environment
0: I am environment friendly Neil's credentials are absolutely bona fide i I love the environment I love the environment that sounds a bit suspicious to me that sounds like something someone would say if they didn't love the environment and we're trying to bring down planet earth yeah, yeah we'll find that next week alright okay as long as you bring brownies, I don't care what you do next week. If you, you know, you you come in next week and like just fucking slice Ben's head off. I'd be alright with it uh, will I, mean, I have a brownie in my mouth while my yes you will uh, then I don't care okay
3: <laughs> I'm good. it's goodbye from Ben Travis <laughs> goodbye oh I, I realised I was like I can't get through this pod without giving a small mention to Magnum the golden retriever oh a very my good boy. god Magnum yes. so this oh, is yes. that mention what? go Magnum loved Magnum
0: oh
1: Magnum, Magnum the golden was the retriever best dog. Yeah. who the fuck is Magnum the golden retriever the golden retriever the the I have no recollection of this do you think I was blinded by the glory of this dog and therefore isn't it it was an
0: incredible dog I missed it. I mean the MCU has upped its dog game in recent months it's, with...
2: it's leaning heavily on the same kind of dogs though don't you think
0: I don't think well Lucky you're accusing the them of being not... dog-ist. Well, Lucky's say... not a golden retriever how dare you Yeah, no, but
2: he's very similar looking what in that he's got four Whoa. legs and a nose no but like he's a what golden Labrador and now a golden retriever I'm just you know what happened to the chocolate labs of the world come on people hang
1: on hang on what about the Irish
2: wolfhounds I, You know, give us some diversity they're, in our dogs, I'm just saying.
1: Dog diversity, Helen. diversity. I just,
2: oh. I just yeah. you know, I like an Irish wolf I think they're nice.
1: A husky would kill them. Why are
5: you being so doggist? Mm. I'm
2: not, I'm just saying. With your dogma.
5: Mm. I'd, 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 you know,
0: welcome a variety of dogs. Yeah, yeah, more dogs. In many ways.
2: I'm asking for more dogs. How are you objecting to me asking for more <laughs> dogs, Chris? Come on. Listen,
0: I would like a Springer Spaniel. The greatest exactly. of all dogs. Okay. Just is cram a spring. It is. Yes. No. Cram the a spring. They're are they're great. so bright they're and fine. so intelligent and they're so smart and they, they fetch so many great things. Uh but you know, cram one of those into your into your so called Miss Marvel. And yes, I will be happy with that. But Magnum this Miss week Marvel. was a magnificent. Classic.
1: I, <laughs> I mean, I must say, the big All right.
0: Enough, oh, Enough yeah. selling. Put it away. Goodbye, Neil. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Neil's like, I'm not sure I want to come back this week. I've got to make brownies. Yeah. <laughs> I've <I'm> got <gonna, I'm laughs> make brownies. I've got to make a lemon drizzle. I've
5: got to bring in punny pudding and yeah. kill Ben. That's right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, no fairness. Notes, it, is, it is
1: far more likely that Ben will kill you. But, you yeah. know. And it has to be in that order as well.
0: <laughs> By the way. And it's goodbye from Helen O'Hara. Doodle. What are you bringing in next week? I don't. I'm not going to be here next week. So you will uh, miss Marvel. What?
2: I will miss Marvel. Yeah. Yes.
0: I, f- I keep forgetting it's, that there's a
2: difference. There Helen's a away again. I'm away again. Yeah, sorry.
0: Gallivanting.
2: I'm gallivanting again. Sorry, but this time I'm in my defense. I'm going to France, and I really wanted to go.
0: So okay. it's been a while. Well, it's been that too long. Seems essential. You're yeah. a grown woman. You can make your own decisions. I know.
2: I'm I'm devastated to miss Ms. Marvel. However, um, you know the Loire Valley and the chateau therein, ah. and Chartres and Versailles and Paris and Nice. Will and you es? bring us back
3: some baked goods my name. from France? Let us eat cake, Helen
2: alright I can do that I'll be, com- I'll be coming back yeah on the 19th we don't have anything on the 20th but if it okay. lasts until the 21st good. I'll bring some good stuff goods. though no crepe I've made you crepes in the past it's and you, stood, oh, you no. stood beside the stove and you ate you. all the grated cheese <laughs> I did <Just laughs>
4: handfuls,
1: just just cheese. I was just grabbing it handfuls out of the bowl and eating it and I got told off and sent away yeah. <laughs> <laughs> never invite <laughs> me to your barbecue that's uh, you or, or indeed or your or podcast in fact, or, yeah as, as it's becoming rapidly clear whatever
0: Oh. Can we go now? we start again? <laughs> <laughs> I think we should start again. Let's play the Did music. Um,
1: I don't think Ben said goodbye. I don't goodbye. think I no, said goodbye. Ben was talking the, about first, dogs. You were the I was first one. Ben was the first one. But
3: I just talked about dogs for a bit. But that's instead. your
1: own fault. You just <laughs> no, no, no. talk more
3: wisely.
0: James was the first one. Ben was the ben second was one. Me. Neil was the third one. Helen was the fourth one. No one says, just Oh, checking. Chris, what about you? When are you going to say goodbye?
2: I, I have asked you how you are in the past. Yeah, I didn't today. Yeah. We love you, Chris.
0: What's Honestly, back. you can all go fuck yourselves. <laughs> Thanks for listening. See you next week. I'm off with my big napping pillow. You know, go honestly go fuck yourselves. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Stupid
1: people. <laughs> <laughs>